Hi, and welcome to another edition of James Short Podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. So part of, uh, part of the process that we have here at uh, this podcast is about getting experts on here to find out about their story, obviously, but find out how they add value to, to their clients, find out a little bit of uh, what motivates them, what inspires them, who's shaped them, who's mentored them, some advice that they can share to us, and really get to understand them. Because what I realize is that when we get these experts on here, we can all take certain snippets, we can all t- take certain ideas and thoughts, and then we can start to implement it. And so it's all about sharing these thoughts, it's all about sharing these ideas, because you know, for someone it might be a certain thought, for someone else it might be a different thought, whatever gets you moving in the right direction, uh, that's what we're about here at Coach James Short, leading and growing your real estate business. So today we've got a dear friend of mine. Now we caught up last week and uh, we had a hit of golf, mind you. Uh, we were chased uh, by the, the women's members very closely, but we had lots of fun out there on the course. Uh, this gentleman is, I've known for a number of years, and what I like about this guy is his integrity. It's his authentic nature that, you know what, it's, he tell, tells it how it is, and he helps people really kick some huge and amazing goals, really around wealth creation and really around uh, property investing and really around how to play a bigger game. And a good friend of mine, his name is Michael Quinn from Wealth Efficiency, we've got on the line today to share some of his highlights, to share some of his stories. And I tell you what, his little black book is pretty impressive. And he's the kind of guy that will bear all uh, and really tell you how it is, but really there as a care factor to both his friends, family, but also his clients. So let's get him on the line. Michael, mate, thank you for joining us today. James, absolute pleasure to be with you and uh, yeah, I'm really stoked to be doing this with you and yeah, it was a lot of fun uh, chasing a little white ball the other day and uh, staying ahead of the girls. <laughs> yeah, mate, it, it was. It was uh, some, some interesting words that came up uh, on the course and uh, it's good to though, reconnect on out on the field because, you know, as you said, we, we chat, you know, once or twice a week, but really to spend a couple of hours together just to find out what's happening in each other's world, it really takes the, any relationship to another level. So, mate, uh, but really excited to, uh, to get you on the line today. And uh, let's, I mean, I know your story, but let's, let's share to the yep. audience, let's share to the listener, how did you get started? Share your journey with us so far. Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, you've been in Sydney for just on 30 years now from Melbourne, uh, Richmond supporter, Swans member, uh, AFL. <laughs> but um, <laughs> really uh, branched out into sales and marketing my whole career. And it wasn't until I actually got in the food industry, and, and I remember I, I certainly thought, I've got no interest in selling sausages, but uh, I got approached by an organisation that had these really healthy sausages. And uh, I came up with the slogan, taste the sausage your heart desires, because they had the Heart Foundation approved pick. And then really they wanted me to go and sell, you know, a kilo and a half here and five kilos there. That's not what I'm about at all. And then I tried these snags and I realised they were brilliant. They were something that was really quite remarkable. I had a, a bunch of guys come over. We created a scale out of 10, and they were right up the pointy end of the, of the top end of the scale. So I ended up actually increasing sales by 192% in nine months, uh, selling wow. to the uh, arm And really, it was the Navy. Uh, and when I found out, you know, in Melbourne, they said, no, you need to see a guy called Fingers. He's the head of fleet supply of the Navy, and he's at Garden Island in Sydney. And that's what really got me here. 
And it was whilst I was here selling snags for the Navy that I ended up in Darling Harbour and it was Bastille Day. And there was a choir on the barge and fireworks going off in the daytime and the monorail was working then and everything. And I just remember saying to myself, this is where I need to be. So with that, I came to Sydney and I didn't know a single person in this city. And that was pretty scary. And I trusted a high flyer and uh, he ripped me off. So I was faced with defeat. And um, it's funny because I, you know, as you know, I, I love my paddling on surf skis with Guy Leach and the boys. And I, I've been doing that now for 12 years. And I now paddle past the island at Balmoral twice a week. And I remember going out to that island and thinking these two, two paths appeared. One was despair and despair felt right. And the other was to go for it. And what really changed or kicked in was I said to myself, I'm not leaving that island until I make a decision. And I realised that there was no platinum, silver and black Harley Davidson fat boy coming out of despair. So I, uh, I chose to go for it and I'm really glad I did. And, and then uh, my TV career kicked off from there. Uh, yeah, so people in Melbourne that knew that I did Hey Hey at Saturday, Red Faces, I did a segment on there. That was pretty scary. Didn't get gone, got 19, four off red. Uh, and they needed a TV presenter. So um, I had a few minutes, I had about five minutes to let them know. And I rang back and said yes. And the next morning I was then presenting home shopping with John Mangos and from there it just grew and then I became the Danos man um, in home shopping and, and that was a pretty wild ride for 10 years and then I realised that I had the opportunity to get into property and investment property education and sales and I wanted to make a difference in people's lives rather than sell things you didn't really need um, and that's really what I did and then I, uh, I, I worked for an organisation for, for, for 10 years, I was their number one for 10 years selling over 100 houses a year and it was, it was fantastic. But really the thing that changed for me was this, not putting that organisation down, but they really became greed driven in my opinion. So basically we had the opportunity to get into property, investment, property education and purchase. And that felt really right for me to make a difference in the way Australians retire rather than sell things that they didn't need. And, and look, it was a great ride. Um, I was that company's number one for 10 years, selling over 100 houses a year. But really things changed in our opinion and they became margin focused and transaction focused and the client wasn't, up to, wasn't the most important thing. So uh, Vicky and I, my wife uh, and I decided to go out on our own and that was a pretty scary jump and I'm so glad we did. It's, uh, it's, been, it's been, been awesome. Fantastic. So, so now fast forward to, to now. I mean, it's certainly been a, an adventure, adventure up until this date. What, so let's fast forward to the now. What, what kind of things are you doing yep. now with, with your clients and, and how are you helping them? Yeah, sure. Um, our clients vary right across the board from first-time investors or you know, just people who are in their early 20s right through to high net worth clients. And uh, Vicky and I, we, we decided to change our business and stop the chasing game. And we really wanted to become referral, repeat or referral only. And so really we, we don't do seminars. We've been doing one live event a year. We haven't even got one scheduled for this year now. Uh, it's really about nurturing and doing what's right for the client. And then that's led to, uh, you know, warm referrals that are, and there's, suddenly there's a trust base there. And that's, that's what we want to do. Mm. So it's really changed our business in a whole lot of ways. Totally. So if you look at that, if you look at that, that trust-based business, I mean, uh, you shared with me a little while ago your sock analogy. 
And I think, that's, I think that's a really important analogy because a lot of the listeners here are business owners, you know, they're trying to grow their business, yeah. you know, they're looking to invest. They've got so many plates that are happening, but I think your sock analogy really hits a, a, mark, a mark. Can you, can you share that with yeah. us? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Shorty, that's, you know, that's current from the break we just had, you know, as we've gone into, now we're into, you know, the 2018 and here we go. Part of that came from really, you know, homing in on who are we, what are we, how do we want to operate? And I, through the break, I looked at what jobs do we want to get done during the break? And one of them was, I thought about my sock drawer and, I, and I, I've actually been loving doing this with a lot of clients or a lot of people that I meet. And, you know, I can say, as I did with you, James, personal question, tell me about your sock drawer. Can you rate it out of 10 for me? And when we do that, um, you know, the, the, the score will vary typically about a five or a six, or if it's a seven or eight or above, it's actually not a bad looking sock drawer. But what I realized was I wanted to overhaul my sock drawer and, and sort it out. And, and I was actually sitting in my office and I started looking at a whole lot of people that I've met and that's all good and well, but I was looking at these cards and I thought, Time waster, time waster, greedy person, greedy person, just out for themselves, just out for themselves. And I compared that to my sock drawer and I thought, right, so I said to Vicky, can you go out and buy me a dozen pairs of business socks, really nice business socks, please? And so she did. And the funny thing is, you know, clearly anything in your sock drawer that has a hole in it, that doesn't count. That's not, it's, that's gone. So I started to pull out, you know, socks that I'd, you know, I went to Kokoda two years ago with my daughter and they're, they're beautiful socks. And the gingy sock liners that go around every toe, fantastic. And then I started to look at these business socks and for whatever reason, you know, the, the elastic's gone hard or they're a bit firm or stiff or whatever it is. And we keep them because we think they're going to be a good backup pair for one day when we haven't got anything else or whatever. It's rubbish. So I started throwing them out. And the next thing I know, I had two armfuls of a huge amount of very average socks. And, so, and it, was a, it was a pinnacle moment. I walked into the kitchen and I said, excuse me, family, and out of the way. And then they went in the bin and it was just so cleansing. And the funny thing is it took about 15 minutes to do. And then for the business, I've decided I only want the right pair of socks. And that's a two-way street. They've got to, I've got to be a fit for them. They've got to be a fit for me. So I contacted, you know, I made a list of actually about nine clients that we've been going round and round and round with. And in reality, we're just not a fit. So I've, I've said to them, you know, you should go to this firm or that firm because they might be able to help you, but I don't think we're a fit. And that's really uh, cleansing because I'm clear on the way we want to work and the service we want to provide. And it's about being the right pair of socks. That's a great metaphor. There's, there's so many different uh, stories and messages behind that, that story, that, that behind that metaphor. And I think what really intrigues me the most, Quinny, about you is that integrity that you have. And as I said in the intro, it's just like, no, this is who I am and this is what I believe in. Are you, you're on the bus or you're off the bus? And going through that sock analogy mm-hmm. really, I guess, paints that picture. And, and it's looking at yep. the type of people and the type of socks that you want to really work with um, to, to play a bigger yep. game and to really go all out and go, you know what, I am going to yep. do whatever it takes to get you there because I know that we're a good fit. We're, we're, we're a good match in the socks department. Yep. Um, and I should, sure, there's something that just jumps in that really important there was last year I, I did some work and we looked at what our why was and we, you know, when we really drilled down on that, and it's so, so important. And I thought I had it nutted out. And then 
I was actually going to training one morning. It was, you know, I get up at I get up at four fifty every Monday. We're in the water at six all year round. And I was on the way to training, and it landed, and it landed so firmly that when I parked the car and wrote it down, it was really exciting. Mm. And it's why we get up in the morning and understanding that why, and then understanding the commitment to only doing the right thing, placing the client as number one, not just as a saying, but actually doing that. And if that means saying no to business, no to cash flow, but you're doing the right thing, that's what we're going to do. And and uh, so, you know, I could sell a client this particular one here and I get paid straight away. Or I sell them that one over there and I might not get paid for six months. It's If the one over there is right for the client, and Vicky and I both know it, we'll do that. And that takes courage, it takes belief, uh, and it's really stressful on cash flow. And the funny thing is that's about being the right pair of socks as anything. And, uh, you know, last year I got on a, uh, we went to a Christmas function with a whole lot of property people from all over Australia on a boat. It was a great function. And it was funny on that boat because people were saying, oh, do you do seminars? Do you do this? Do you do in-homes? Do you do... And I'm saying, no, no, no. And they're like, well, how do you do what you do? And I said, we're relationship driven. So it's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly, you know, arrange for a, an appointment wherever it may be in Sydney at whatever time works. But it's with someone who has been referred to me. We've started a relationship. They've read my book or done some homework. Suddenly, it's, it's not, the chasing game doesn't exist. And that's, that's beautiful. You know, that's, that's exciting. That's, that's what it's about. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So if you look at, I guess, if you look at your, your, your client base before they came clients, what was the, the main reasons that they've come to you for? What were some of the challenges that they were facing in their life to go, you know what, Quinny, I need your hand. I need your help. Help me out. These are my yeah. challenges. What were yeah. they for them? There's a couple. Look, shorty, I love the stories, as you know. But if I look at, um, and this is today, Erin. Erin's rung me today. And in this the young couple, um, she's come into some money through an accident. And she's realized that that money can evaporate. And she's smart enough to work out that it's going to halve in buying power because of inflation, which is not taught. So she said, you know, I've been told I can trust you and she's got a history of knowing me through the business that she works in. And I found her what I believe is spot on for her. And it needs to be affordable. It needs to be cash flow positive. It's really quite a tight mix and they're not on big incomes. And then my other mandate is I want to use minimal cash because tax effectiveness and, and I want to leave them with as much cash as I can because that's what should be going towards their own home. So kind of a we created a very special order for this client. I, in my heart, know what I think is right for her, but I've had to leave it for her to, to jump the fence, so to speak. And just this morning, she's contacted me and she's proceeding with her EOI, uh, expression of interest, and I'm keeping her safe. And it's not until we know the numbers work and then I have independence and no internal fees and all that greed, um, but it's an exciting journey for me. So I'm passionate about getting it right for her. So in answer to your question, what gets someone like Erin and, and her husband to come to me? Um, first of all, they know that they want to do something. And now they're seeking for someone that they're a right fit with. But there needs to be a listening both ways. Once again, the sock's got to fit. Totally, totally. So obviously, we, we, 
you know, your, challenge, your clients come to you with challenges and, and you've got a lot of solutions and, and strategies to help them through it. But what I like is I like to go a little bit personal and go, okay, Quinny, so what about you? What are some of the challenges that you've faced throughout life that has really shaped you? And you obviously come through the other side, but has really been instrumental in part of your learning and part of your development to make, make you the person who you are today. Wow. Uh, great question, Shorty. I think for me, one of the greatest things that ever happened in my life was breaking my back and neck. Uh, because when I broke my back and neck and I was running my own business in Darwin at the time, um, it was a real leveller. And I'll never forget, they came in and they said, Michael, if you cough or move or vomit or anything happens like that, you could be quadriplegic or paraplegic. Do you understand? I've got these sandbags around my head. Uh, yeah, I've got that. I got that said loud and clear. Uh, with that, a, a doctor came in and he said, where your earring? Where your earring? I said, I don't have one. And he looked at the x-ray again. He said, wrong patient. I'm like, this is pretty heavy. <laughs> um, and so, so, so for me with that, you know, I, you know, I sort of made a deal with God and I said, yeah, tell you what, God, you can have my legs, but give me my arms. Cause the thought of being in a wheelchair and being able to choose to go from one room to another seemed a whole lot better than being in a bed for the rest of my life. So in answer to that, when I reflect on that, if you, you know, we all have our ups and our downs, but when you get in the downs, you've got to turn around and say, oh, I can wiggle my toes. Lucky. You know, it's, uh, life's a gift and it's short. And, you know, it's like paddling today. You know, I was outside the heads of Sydney today in pretty choppy conditions. It's magical. It's beautiful. And you can be stuck in the fear of the sharks or the this or that or get into the moment and go for it. And um, it's a pretty easy choice to make. Totally. Beautiful. But what about on the flip side? What about on some of the wins that you're most proud of? What, what, are, what are some of they? I think the wins for us, uh, without sounding like a cliche, is seeing our clients succeed. That's, that's wonderful. Choosing to play with a straight bat and, 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 and place ethics as the priority. You know, we, we, we picked up um, New South Wales Business Chamber, City of Sydney, excellence in business ethics. And, you know, I know in my acceptance speech of that, um, that's one of the most proudest moments of my life. Other than obviously, having a birth of our kids and, and and my wife that I adore, but to win an ethics award in property, I I remember in my speech I turned around and said, "Ethics, ethics can't be bought or sold; they can only be applied," and that's the truth of it all. So, um, choosing to, to to play with that bat over cash flow, and then the cash flow comes because people know that you do the right thing and it's when you have an issue or a problem and it's how you that's just when you've got to step up to the plate and sort it out yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm proud to do that and that's what leads to the referrals or you know, people saying you can trust this guy totally and, totally what about what about some of the lessons that you use on a daily daily basis to help you move yourself forward your business forward um what were some of your I guess either your rituals or your your, your mantras or your daily things that you use yeah. to, to help you move forward well, I, yeah, uh, fitness is a big one. I think fitness overcomes um, being lazy. It overcomes it, it, it stress. It, you know, it, and you've got to do something you like. You know, Leachie, Sky Leach is a good mate of mine and he said it to me a long time ago. And, and In fact, I actually took him to lunch and I said, mate, I get fit, I get unfit, I get on my mountain bike, I use it, I don't. What am I doing wrong? And uh, he just said, you're not committed. And okay. he punched me right in the nose with it. And the key is go and do something you like. And and I, I paddle, it, so it's get up and it's all year round. It's cold and it's dark and it's all those things, but it's just beautiful. So 
uh, yes, I go to the gym and I box and I, I you know, golf now. Um, but do stuff you like and then fit your life in around that as well. So um, fit, health and fitness is a key part of our, our world and our family. And um, it doesn't, it's not the be all and end all, but it's a pretty good way to start the day. And then, you know, I'm a list guy, so I'm very big on my lists. And uh, I've got a, a certain colour highlighter that, is anything sales related and a certain colour highlighter that's everything task related and nothing gets that isn't ticked goes goes on the next page and uh, and I date my, my books and from when they start to when they finish and I can go back and that's how I don't miss people or things to do and you know it's uh, it, it, it's old school but it works totally it works totally it works now you mentioned you mentioned Guy Leach a, a number of times and I know he's a good mate of yours and he's obviously been a a, a, a very influential kind of guy in your life are there any 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 other mentors that you've you know you may have used or or implemented some of their teachings that uh you may yeah. have used in the past or, or you currently are using yeah absolutely well surely obviously we've done work together and that and you've been you know fantastic along the way and uh yes leachy's definitely up there i think hanging around winners is a key yes. um and, and you, it's it's a choice. It's a choice you've got. You can choose the half-empty thought, or you can choose the get on and make it happen. Because it's it, our time here is finite, so it's what you do with that choice. So um, Bob Johnson was a sales trainer that I actually was a commission only salesman for at one stage, and uh, I certainly learned a lot from Bob and and Frank Betker, B double T G E R. Uh, how I turned myself from failure to success in selling is a, a really good read that I recommend anyone uh, who's in sales read and, and make the choice to become a professional salesman and be proud of it. That's really, really important. Um, but hanging around winners or, or people that you admire is, uh, is, is a good way to go. Um, and you know, be, beware of the stinking thinking because the stinking thinking will, will cut, you, cut your dreams down before you know it. Yeah, what I love about that, Quinny, is is a number of different aspects. Is obviously choices are, are a huge component. Like we have a choice to to on how we we want to react to things. We have a choice on where the direction we want to take, um, and and it stems into the choices that you want to surround yourself with the type of people, um, not just within the business world, but all aspects of life. And I think that's a a really good point that you've made in relation to advice. What would be, I guess, two to three pieces of advice that you could share with the listeners, both on a on what you do for your business, but also as a general business advice, what, what could you share with the listeners? Oh, I think the number one is um, time's your biggest asset. We don't get it again. Uh, you know, as I touched on before, money halves in buying power every you know, cycle, every 10 to 14 years. So I'm, I'm passionate about teaching people how to build wealth through property without um, putting them at risk. At the same time, I'm aware that really property is only one tool. I think shares, managed funds. Uh, yeah, so basically I'm a property guy and I'm passionate about teaching people how to build wealth safely through investment property. But I really believe it's only part of the pie, not all of the pie. You need shares, managed funds, super. Um, and it's about working out what you want and where you want to go. So the key thing with this, is getting people to work that out. And it's surprising so many people haven't. Um, so playing with a straight bat in that arena is really, really refreshing. Yeah, totally would be, totally would be. So, so where to from here, Quinny? You've got, you got some good stuff coming up over the next uh, 
oh, six, 12, 24 months. What's, what, what's on your agenda over the next little while? Okay, the next little while for us is um, the other thing that we came out of, it was, it was great to get clear about our why, which is delivering ethically driven property investment change in the way Australians retire. But then the second part to that was I realised I watched our growth curve and what's going on, and that's all exciting, but rather than chase the next next hurdle on that and going up and up and up, I thought, no, I think I want to create a business that's limited in what we take on. So our service level's high, uh, not our volume. And that's really, really different. And so that's been that's been pretty exciting, like working out those numbers and how to how to hit that sweet spot so you've got life balance, work balance, um, you know, fitness-wise. You know, I've got uh, my wife and our youngest daughter, Kiara, about to do Kokoda. I did it two years ago with Gemma. Um, there's a paddle race coming up in Tahiti in the back end in September this year, so I want to go and do that. So we're sort of working out those sort of goals and then um, other business goals as well, you know, other, other you know, parts that we want to take our business into and... and, and yeah, all geared around making a difference and, and having a crack. Wonderful, wonderful. I really love, I guess, just coming back to that why, coming back to that clear, concise message every single time. You know, the bat analogy, the sock analogy, all, it, it just makes sense. It just truly makes sense. So where can where can the listeners find out more about what you're up to and, and I guess, be, be a part of your journey? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, jump online and have a look at our website, Wealth Efficiency com.au or you can send me an email at any stage michael at wealthefficiency.com.au um and you know i'll gladly send people a copy of my book um and your corporate profile and how we operate see if we're a fit um and the one thing i'd i'd i really think is important is choosing to make a difference you've got to take on the the pipeline and that it takes time to build relationships. So it's not like you're going to bump into someone tonight and, and you know, oh, wow, suddenly I've got a brand new accountant and they're feeding me all this work. You've got to give it time and, it, and, it, and, and commitment. And, and that's part of the journey too. That's pretty exciting as well. Yeah, beautiful. So check it out, wealthefficiency.com.au. Michael Quinn. Michael, mate, thank you for your time. Thank you for your pearls of wisdoms, your stories, your metaphors, everything. I just, it's always nice, you know, whenever we do chat, whenever we do catch up, and I'm looking forward to for our next round of golf. So there we have it. Check it out, Michael, Michael Quinn at wealthefficiency.com.au. So there's another edition of Coach James Short Podcast Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Some tips and techniques of really how to take yourself personally and your business to a whole nother level. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for that. Bye for now.